Bibles to the book of Ephesians, chapter 3. The book of Ephesians, the third chapter. And we're going to read just a couple of verses from there. Ephesians, chapter 3. And I uh, want to welcome our online family all the way from Montana. Uh, they're joining us this morning, so we welcome them. And anybody else that's listening, we welcome them too. And uh, so if you have Ephesians chapter 3 in your old King James Version Bible or online, however you're looking, on your electronic device, would you stand with me? Ephesians chapter 3. Starting with verse 17, Ephesians 3, 17. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. I'm going to talk about a love beyond knowledge. A love beyond knowledge. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we love you this morning. What a privilege to stand before this congregation. Father, we thank you for your word. And this morning we need the anointing and the power of the Holy Ghost. Would you give us a freedom and a liberty in this place to proclaim your word. And God, help it to find that place in our hearts that will draw us closer to you. And we'll thank you for it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. A love beyond knowledge. Isn't it interesting that Paul talks about that? That you would be rooted and grounded in love. And about knowing the breadth, the height, the depth, and the length of it. But he goes on in verse 19 where I want you to center our thought. I want to center our thoughts this morning. And to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge. He wants us to know the love of Christ, which you really can't understand. You, know, you can't understand it, but he feels we ought to know it. It's like a paradox. It's something that just doesn't seem like these two phrases even fit together. He wants us to know the love of Christ, but it's beyond knowledge. You can't know it. And so I thought this was uh, fitting when we just come through Valentine's Day, and I hope uh, you and your sweetheart uh, uh, were able to uh, share those expressions of love, whether it was card or flowers or going out to eat or whatever. But I think it's so important that we know that God loves us. Amen? It's important that we know that God loves us. You know, this morning, I don't have to understand everything about electricity. I don't. I don't know how it works. I don't. I, I got a little bit of understanding, and I have a real respect for it. If it came between electric and plumbing, I'll get wet rather than shocked. I would much rather be wet than shocked. And so I would rather play with plumbing than electrical, but I understand that if you plug something into that outlet, you'll get power through it. It'll zap you if it's not grounded right or it's not something right. But you know what? I understand that's what you need to run a vacuum cleaner or a drill or something. 
And I don't have to be able to explain how electricity works out of a turbine or whatever, but I know it's there. And with this, I don't have to understand everything about the love of God, but I know that He loves us. I wish this is something we could preach every Sunday. I wish I didn't have to preach the hard things, that you could only preach the love of Christ, but I know there's so much more to the Word of God. Uh, let me ex illustrate it another way. I went up to the library, had this from uh, Morgan Meadows. Gave it to me a long time ago. It's a Korean hymn book. And if you look at it, I'm, the numbers are the same, but part of it's in Korean. You know what? I don't know Korean. I've never spoke Korean. I've never studied Korean. But I have a Korean songbook. And so the first four verses in that really don't do me any good. Or the other four verses of that are in English. Then I could figure that out. I'd be able to sing along with them. But I don't know Korean. But here I've got the book. And so if I really wanted to study it and translate, I could make a lifetime study out of learning Korean. But I don't know it. I don't know. But it's in this book. And so I could study it and possibly learn something about it, but I don't know it. I can't speak it. I wouldn't be able to communicate with somebody who knew only Korean. And so it just shows here, Paul's saying, to know that we, that we may know the love of Christ, which is beyond understanding. We can't comprehend how great His love is. But the song says, I am so glad that my Father in heaven tells of his love in the book he has written. Wonderful things in the Bible I see. But this is the dearest that Jesus loves me. I am so glad that Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. I am so glad that Jesus loves me. Jesus loves even One professor was asked what the greatest theological thought that had ever crossed his mind, and he said the greatest theological thought would be, yes, I know Jesus loves me. I know Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Wow, folks. And we can't even comprehend that. To know that he loves you. When we were unlovable, he loved you. Young people, Christ loves you. Adults, Jesus loves you. We ought to be reminded of this. Even though it's beyond comprehension, this is where the fullness of God, it says in the latter part of that verse, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. You look into that. That's the totality of who God is. And so I want to look at, I got about four points this morning, and I tried to move along rather quickly. But the first thing, to know God's love is to know what he loves. You know that? It's important to know. If I'm going to even begin to understand the love that Christ has for us, I've got to be able to love what he does, to know what he loves. I ought to know what he loves. You know, when you love somebody, you begin to understand what they love. You know that? 
I began, when I dated my wife, I began to make a study of what she loves. I know a lot of things. I know a lot of things. She loves seafood. I can't stand seafood. I don't eat seafood. I'm allergic. I don't eat it. But I know from on our honeymoon, she sat there with a little hammer and she beat those crabs or whatever it was she ate. And then what was left, she took back to the motel room and continued beating them there. Did you know what? She loved that. I know that because I've been around her. I know that. You know something? The more time we spend with Christ, we begin to know what he loves. You know something? He loves the sinner. He loves this morning the backslider, the person that's gone back out into sin. The word of God tells us he loves them. He loves that person in Romney walking up and down these streets that's strung out on drugs, the town drunk, the town alcoholic, the town harlot. He loves their souls. He loves them. And you know what? You will begin to love, other than seafood, sorry, hon. You begin to love the things that they love. You know that? You begin to become like each other. You begin to love those things. And as we draw closer to Christ, we gain some knowledge of him and his love. We begin to love what he loves. Come on. Help me out. Second thing. To know loves Christ is to want to spend time. Could you imagine loving somebody but never spending time with them? I don't think that relationship would last very long. I don't think that relationship between my wife and I, you know, when you're, you're first in love, you want to spend time with them. You're writing them letters. You're doing everything. You're making time out of your schedule to spend time with that person. Every excuse, every reason to do something together. And what about our time with Christ? How much time are you spending with how much time are you spending in prayer? How much time are you spending in his presence? This morning we're spending time in, in his house, and that counts. But, you know, what about the other times? What about throughout the week? We say that we love him, but we don't spend time with him. What kind of a relationship is that? So to know his love is to want to spend time in his presence. Another thing, to know Christ's love will want you to love him in return. It's kind of awkward when you have a one-sided love. When you love a certain person, but they don't love you back. Kind of strange, isn't it? Kind of a strange feeling when you don't feel that Love coming back. You know, there are people that were in love with some famous people, but that famous person never knew that. You know, they can they they came up with fan clubs and that 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 superstar or whatever didn't even know who those people were, but they had a love for that superstar. But there was never a time they felt that back. But you know what? When we love Christ, or when Christ we understand that He loves us, we will want to love Him back. It needs to be reciprocating. I think of it like a reciprocating saw, Brother Smith. You know what? That blade goes back and forth. 
It doesn't just go out and stay out. It comes back and goes forth. And you know what? That love that we have for Christ needs to be reciprocated. As he extends his love to us, we begin to show our love to him. One way he said, if you love me, keep my commandments. If we love him, we'll want to do what he's commanded us to. And so he wants us to love him in return. And the last thing, to know Christ's love is a love that will change us. His love should change us. When we come to a knowledge that Christ really loves us, we're not going to stay in our sin. You're not going to keep sinning. You're not going to keep living the old way. It will change you. You know that? Some of those old habits that I used to have, my wife had a way of kind of rubbing them off. Push those drawers in. Pick up those socks. You know what? Because I love that woman, then I would do those things. It changed her love changed me in some areas because I wanted her love, she wanted my love, but then there had to be reach a compromise. But you know what? To know Christ's love will change us. It will change us. It, it, it can't, can't close this sermon without reading this. And that's such an amazing thing. And this is one of the things I know my wife likes this song. But it's called, Oh, Love of God, How Rich, How Pure, How Measureless and Strong. It shall forevermore endure the saints and the angels' song. And you know, it was said that on an asylum, in a, an asylum someplace on the wall, it was written, Could we with ink the ocean fill? And were the skies of parchment made? Were every stalk on earth a quill? And every man a scribe by trade? To write the love of God above would drain the ocean dry. Nor could the scroll contain the whole, though stretched from sky to sky. We haven't even scratched the surface. We can't begin to understand. But if you want the fullness of God in your life, make it a practice to try to study the love of Christ. Where he says, to know the love of Christ. And sure, it's beyond knowledge. It's like this book, it's beyond my knowledge to figure out Korean. But you know what? If I made it a lifetime practice, I'd know more than what I know now. If I started studying and had somebody to help me, I'd understand a little bit of it. It'd take a long time. But we can begin to understand. He says, search it out. Beyond comprehension. I look into it. The love of God is greater far than tongue and pen can tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the lowest hell. The guilty pair bowed down with care. God gave his son to win. His erring child he reconciled and pardoned from his sin. Oh, love of God, how rich, how pure. Boy, we really need to think more about the love of God. I know holiness people. I love holiness. I believe holiness. And I believe that that's our message. But you know what? Balance that out. We need to preach on love too. 
I believe the sinner walking up and down these streets needing to go, oh, God loves them. Those people sitting in our pews that feel like they're a failure, God loves you. He loves you. Our young people need to know there's a God that loves loves you. Loves you. When you feel like you're rejected like nobody else cares, God loves you. Just need to be loved. In moments like these, Cassandra, if you could come to the piano. In moments like these, I sing out a song. I sing out a love song to Jesus. Could we sing that together? Would you stand with me? Make it our love song saying, I, I love you, Lord. I love you. Oh, I want him to know. 